Hello again. Now I'm sitting outside in my driveway. <laughs> because I feel like if I talk too much or too loud, my boys are going to wake up. And if you're a mama, and I assume you are because that's why you're here. No. <laughs> so if any of my neighbors come out and are like, what are you doing? Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> anyway, so last time I shared journey to become pregnant and I had mentioned hyperemesis. So I think that's where I'm going to go with this one now. Um, and I had it with both boys and I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm not going to get into every single detail. But it's, it's not pleasant. <laughs> and I promise not all of these are going to be this heavy. But just, you know, to to get it out there. Um, so anyway, yeah, with my, um, with my oldest, very early on, I had morning sickness and symptoms and such like that. But then it kept getting worse. You know, and um, look, I'd heard of morning sickness. I'd say likely most folks have. Um, so I didn't know there was anything different other than morning sickness. And I do have a high pain tolerance. I have, I, I can handle some stuff. Okay. But I was working, so I was working at the time and it got to the point where I was, um, hurling so much that I laid in bed to the last possible second to get up to get ready to go for work because the moment that I stood up it started and mind you this this is almost well five years plus nine months I guess um <laughs> I'm not doing math this late um and I still remember it so clearly but I would wait till the last possible second to get up, get ready for work and go and just pray and hope that it would be a better day than it was before. Um, so I would say maybe around three months, four months, maybe. I honestly don't know. But from all the hurling that I did, I kept losing weight. Every time I went to the doctor, they're like, why haven't you put on any weight? I'm like, because I can't eat anything. You know, at least to like the folks that take your weight and your vitals and such. Um, but my doctors were very, um, very understanding and very um, helpful. I will say that because the stories that I've heard and seen in the hyperemesis group that I'm part of on Facebook. Wow, the people in the medical field. Very glad that I did not experience any of them. It's a rant for another time. But. Um, so I finally get to the point and I'm like, I, I need to go see Dr. Patrick. I, I need to go in. I need to go in. <laughs> and God bless this woman. I swear. I'm so, so thankful and grateful for her for many things. But she comes in. And I am literally over the trash can with my head in it. And I just kind of barely look at her and she just says, you need to go to the hospital. You know that, right? And I was like, yes. 
was hoping I wasn't there yet, but she's like, oh no, you need to go. So here I go. I get admitted to the hospital. I assume for maybe a day. It ended up being a week-long stay in the hospital. I remember I got out like right before July 4th of that year. So, however, maybe four, I'm going to say four or five-ish months I was that far pregnant. Which isn't, I mean, it's whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, my only nutrition, because nothing was staying down. Y'all, I, I freaking hurled up water. What's wrong with water? Okay, don't know, but anyone that's experienced hyperemesis is called hyperemesis. I believe gravidarum is maybe how you pronounce it, but HG for short. But anyone that's experienced HG, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You cannot even drink water. Wow, this is harder to talk about than I thought it would be. Like I've I've shared several times, but yeah. Um. Anyway. So I'm in the hospital. I think I had already lost 30, 30 pounds, I think, because that was my lowest weight was while I was in the hospital. Yeah, I had lost 30 or was it 40? Could have been 30 or 40 pounds at this rate. I honestly don't know because that was a long time ago. But um, I what I did that week in the hospital, I slept. I cried. I listened to the Bible app. I hugged my little stuffed animal that I still have from way back when, when I went to church with my granny, and I still remember those names. Jean and Nelson gave that to me for Christmas one year. It's a little stuffed dog named Bessie. Because no matter what's happened in my life, if I have that little doggy, and I still have her, she's in my closet. I'd snuggle that and I would feel comfort. Anyway, pardon my off topicness. But um, yeah, I would, that, that's all I could do. I physically could not do anything else. I couldn't eat. I couldn't drink. I, I tried. And they're like, well, you're dehydrated. And that honestly was the worst of it. Um, was the worst of it. <laughs> it was all terrible. <laughs> but um. Yeah. Each day they'd try to see if I could eat something and um, it it didn't work. So they're like, well, you're here for a little while longer. But uh, I got to learn the nicknames of such uh, IV medications, IV fluids, whatever the heck you call it. I'm clearly not a medical person, okay? I know people who are. <laughs> and those are my people to explain things further to me. Um but the banana bag, that one gave me life, man. That one gave me life. Again, if you've never had HG, you probably have no idea what I'm talking about. And, and that's okay. Um, that's also why I share. Maybe you've heard a friend mention that I, it's unbearable while I'm pregnant. I don't understand why I can't eat. And maybe you'll send this to them. I don't know. But anyway, so... During that week in the hospital, though, th mind you, this is my first pregnancy. And this is what I'm experiencing. And I know now, honestly, that I wasn't. But at that 
that moment, that time in the hospital, that week, I felt like I was killing my baby. Because how on earth is a baby supposed to survive this if I can barely survive? But we both did. (laughs) I ended up being on like three different nausea medications just to manage. It still didn't fix the problem and I could sort of have a better handle on like, okay, this is a better day than the last one. Um, I'm going to try to eat a little bit more today. And what my advice for anyone that's experiencing any kind of nausea, whether it's HG or you just have an upset stomach or you ain't feeling it, eat what you think you can handle. Forget the bland foods. Now, mind you, again, this is Cindy talking here. I have no medical knowledge whatsoever. I'm just explaining (laughs) But that's why my advice, and maybe I should take that word out. It's not advice. It's, here's my observation. (laughs) Anyway, uh, eat what you think that you can hold down. Because honestly, it got to that point for me and my doctors. That's not to say that's for everyone. But they agreed, like, whatever you can handle, you need to eat it. Because you need something. You need nutrition. So I ended up... Okay, nothing about motherhood makes sense. Nothing about life makes sense. But you know what really doesn't make sense? Hyperemesis causing food aversions. Somebody please explain to me why Chick-fil-A real chicken nuggets made me hurl, but mysterious McDonald's nuggets were perfectly fine. Just saying. But yeah, I I survived on French fries, Diet Coke, um... Sonic Powerade slushes and like chicken broth. So that was, that was my pregnancy with Matthew. And it did, HG did come back for my second pregnancy. Um, But I felt kind of paranoid because at first I felt fine, but I knew the possibility of it returning. And it's like, I kept having to look over my shoulder like, Where's the HG? What's wrong with this pregnancy? What's wrong with this baby? Am I going to lose it because I'm not so sick? Well, I should have just enjoyed the ride because it showed up. All right. Anyway. um, Yeah. So, again, if this is something that you've gone through, I've been there. And I know how how horrible it feels. And this is another point I'm going to bring to another episode is... I know I have read several stories of women who had it worse than me. And I've been told before that, um, well, I didn't have it as bad as you did, Cindy. You know what? That does not matter one bit. And again, that's a, that's a subject for another time, but I think I'm going to end this here because I don't even know, um, how long it's been, but, um, how long it's been, I've been speaking But that's my hyperemesis journey. So, and and there's very little known about it as well. Um, (laughs) So, yeah. Again, it's one of those you do not know what people are experiencing. Because we don't have that little menu above our brain that says, click here to learn my life history. One, that doesn't happen. Two, who's got time for that? Nobody. So, (laughs) um, yeah, so I was hospitalized for a week with my oldest. 
then I got out of the hospital and then I had to do one more like overnight stay later on in pregnancy for the same reason for dehydration and then at birth um, for him. So a total of three hospital stays for my first pregnancy. And then for my second, <laughs> he was r- right before the world shut down for Rona. So I'm lucky, I guess, in a sense. That was in air quotes, by the way. That the one hospital stay I had with him was before everything went insane. So I was able to go to the hospital without a mask. (laughs) That wasn't a thing yet when I had to be hospitalized for my second. So I had one overnight stay and then his birth. But um, yeah, I will share more at another time. I'm going to end this one here. Again, thank you for listening.